0: Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to give you the latest strategies that are working right now to grow your Amazon business profitably, as well as how to plan for your future growth and lifestyle. So if you're currently selling on Amazon or looking to get started in selling private label products on Amazon, then you're in the right place to learn more about the ins and outs of the processes and strategies it takes to develop a long-term sustainable business that brings you income month after month and year after year. And today we have a very special guest with us.
2: Yeah, that's right. So, in this episode, we're going to be speaking with a dear friend of ours. And actually, I've known Laura for quite a long time. We met in a bar in Australia, which is usually where I meet a lot of my good mates. Um, but yeah, a dear friend and colleague, Laura McCall. And she's from Sponsored Profit with a T, not with an S. So, Sponsored <laughs> Profit. <laughs> well done, Kirsty. Yeah, which is a company that specializes in training and tools around that all elusive Amazon
0: advertising. So welcome, Laura. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. I'm, I'm popping my podcast cherry today, as you know. <laughs> so um, I'm hoping as as we're friends, you're going to go go easy on me. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- th- we're not going to put that
2: killer question in, are we, Isaac, today? Or maybe.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, Laura. You know, before we get into all the nitty gritty stuff anyway, we just want to understand a little bit more about you also, you know, because what we're going to go into is like obviously how Amazon business owners can grow their business using Amazon PPC, Amazon Sponsored Ads, whatever you want to call it. I think PPC is just a generalized term if you're already an Amazon seller, but if no one is an Amazon seller yet, essentially there is an advertising platform on Amazon called, I was going to call it Sponsored Profits then, Sponsored Ads. It's a good name. <laughs> And Laura and her company is is an expert in this area, but Laura, how did you even start to go down this path, you know, of sponsored profit? Give us some insight into your journey because you didn't like actually just start there, right? You know, how no, did you actually look there?
0: No, not, not at all. Um, somewhat accidental really. Um, I mean, obviously, so you and I know each other you know, before Amazon, um, uh, back when we were both in our corporate careers many, many years ago. And I, I think it's like 13 years ago now or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I basically yeah, sort of, I've had quite a varied um, career. Um, so I had my corporate career in executive recruitment. That's when you and I met. And then I spent some time in um, in the US and I studied landscape design. And then when I was ready to, to come back to, to the UK... Um, I was looking for, you know, an, an opportunity. I, I I didn't want to get a quote unquote job. Um, and because of our sort of sort of friendship, you'd recently got into or maybe had been selling on Amazon, I think a year or two, and that's how I got into selling on Amazon. So that was back in in 2015. Um, but I I quickly discovered um that I enjoyed and could could write effective product listings. So as um I started to meet more sellers. It kind of sort of became a thing that I helped other sellers out with and sort of within the space of about 18 months, two years, it kind of morphed into the perfect business for me. And then I met Daryl and Tim at one of your events in London, one of your first live events, actually, um, in 20, I'm going to get it wrong. 2017, would 16. that be about right? yeah
1: Twenty seventeen. i get it wrong.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Time um, right yesterday, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit hazy in parts. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, and, and and that's where I met Daryl and Tim. And so as I was um, working with sellers on their product listings, PPC would come up in conversation. Daryl, you know, was a, was a real whiz at PPC. So then him and I started working together informally and and then Tim left you know, the the RAF and he was really good on the process and the training side. So we we kind of all kind of came together and, and formed Sponsor Profit back in 2018 to focus on at the time product listings and PPC, so the traffic and conversion piece. Uh, but then as of the end of last year, we kind of doubled down on PPC um, because, you know, for sure that is, you know, certainly uh, one of the top pain points, I, I think, for Amazon sellers. So we figured, okay, let's go really deep on this and specialize in this and see if we can help as many sellers as possible, um, you know, with their PPC. And, and that's where our focus has has been ever since.
1: Yeah. And we've, we've previously had Tim on one of our podcasts. So yeah, it's like, um, you know, we've known you guys since, like you said, 2016. And um, it's been quite's been quite a ride because you know we've we've worked with you as members of our training programs we've worked with you as like you know mm-hmm. individuals in your guys' business and then now we're working with you guys as a team in your business and it's mm-hmm. been a really cool journey to see that and and obviously you guys have been our friends really close friends i mean I, I even went to uh, uh, tim's retirement party from the royal air Force That's right and, and so' been, yeah, been great, great friends been hanging out in different countries together um, and just it's been an awesome ride to see you guys you know kind of and grow this business, and, and really focus on this. Um, obviously, today you wanted to talk about and cover the the three common mistakes that you see Amazon sellers make when dealing with their Amazon ads. And I don't want to stop you from giving our audience some valuable insights. So I'll kind of let you just take it away, and uh, we'll just jump in if we have some pieces of experience or insights from or questions from from us.
0: Okay, great. Um, and I, I've made a few notes because I've got some facts and figures, and I'll never remember them. So. Um... <laughs> But, but, yeah i mean i I think what's you know a very obvious thing for for sellers um is is that you know probably the the single biggest expense sellers have after their inventory is is amazon p p c um and yet most amazon sellers struggle to to generate a return on their ads or or certainly struggle as as you guys know to. To build a profitable business, and and oftentimes PPC can be, um, you know, one of the, the the biggest holes in that leaky bucket. That is that is kind of preventing sellers from getting success. So there's a number of challenges, a number of mistakes that are very easy to make. Uh, I'm just going to cover three today, and so um, what I'll do is run through those. I also have some um, some tips um, and, and some you know very actionable tips to kind of um, fix those. Fix those mistakes and, and, and hopefully have um, your audience, um, you know, turn some of their campaigns around or at least kind of get a better understanding of what they're doing or what mistakes they might be making and, and, and to basically fix those mistakes um, going forward. So um, I think this is quite sort of pertinent for this time of year. We're coming up to to Prime Day, obviously coming up to Q4 with, with Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, and actually, this is a very simple strategy that you can apply to those big sales events or other high traffic days. So let's say in the US, um, 4th of July, Labor Day, if you sell barbecue products, that's probably high traffic kind of days mm-hmm. or, or, or periods um the same goes for back to school if you sell you know school supplies that's a very kind of um temporary uh, or seasonal kind of um uh, high traffic um period so so this is a very simple strategy for that but but very much with with prime day coming up and, and q4 so so laura before, sorry just before yeah. you like jump
2: into the strategy um would you say that you know one of the biggest mistakes that people make is that they're afraid to spend the money, right? Because they feel absolutely. that it's kind of a such a big expense. Like you said, yep. it is. It can be one of the biggest expenses, but yep. it's also one that returns, right? And that's the thing yep. that people forget. I think is mm-hmm. is the return. Once you yep. understand that cost versus investment,
0: so is that is that kind of uh, absolutely. So that that's that's essentially mistake number one. Is is that um, many sellers are afraid to spend money, and it's because they you know, sort of have that, you know, um, they see PPC as a cost and not as an investment. And the reason for that, um, as well as it being mindset is, you know, if you're not seeing a return on that investment, yeah, you are going to see it as a cost. And with these um, big sales events coming up, you know, you're probably even more intimidated when it comes to PPC, and less likely to, to want to spend money. So, so I'm going to go through this simple strategy because essentially what it does is when you focus on what's working in your campaigns, you'll start to get results. When you start to get results and you get return, all of a sudden your confidence grows. And, and you know, as long as you're investing in the right keywords, and we'll talk about what those are and getting a return, all of a sudden your mindset around PPC will shift because you'll start getting getting a return on your investment. So if we talk about Prime um, Day, because I know the numbers for that, um, average conversion typically jumps to about 16% from 9%. I think it's about 15.8%. So, you know, to, to, to take advantage of that increase in in conversion and to take advantage of that increase and surge in traffic. um, The key things to to bear in mind, and this goes again for those sales events, is, is to be relevant and be visible. So your ads will show for as long as possible. And so what you need to do is we're big on 80-20 um, in, our, in our business. So focusing on those 20% of activities that, that drive 80% of results. So what you want to do is you want to, 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 ahead of time, know your winners and losers. What are your best converting products? What are your best um, performing campaigns in terms of consistent ACoS? Um, what are your best per- performing keywords in terms of keywords that drive sales and have, um, you know, a, a, a good conversion rate. Um, so that's your conversion and a good click-through rate. That's your relevancy. So what you want to do is is you want to be super focused. You've got your ad budget. So spend it wisely. So spend it where you know you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. And Amazon will tell you that in the form of your search term report. So you you just kind of look at your, for the keywords, you look at the, your campaigns for, for your ACOS and, and so forth. And you go, okay, which are the winners I'm gonna I'm gonna put all my budget on those. You can pause the rest of the stuff um, for, for now, but just kind of double down on on those winners. If you can increase your budgets, do that. Um, so as I said, di- dial down the spend on poor performing keywords. Be aggressive on the budget as much as you can afford on the stuff that converts. Um, and then what you'll find as well, the, 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 the added benefit of this is, if you last longer into the day, as your competitors drop off, you'll also start to secure higher ad positions because as the competition drops away and you're focusing on those high converting keywords, the keywords that are driving sales, what you'll do is you'll start to get better, better um, ad positions cheaper. Mm -hmm. So um, a couple of things kind of not to do. um, Don't go and throw a load of keywords in your listings, um, campaigns that are sort of prime day or seasonal related, all, all that will do. You might get lucky, but what that will do is that will generally bring down the performance of your campaigns. Um, there is a time and a place for testing keywords in PPC, but it's typically not during these high sort of traffic periods. You really want to be focused on on proven keywords, keywords that you know convert, keywords that you know um, drive sales. And, and the kind of test keywords you do, you do that another day um that's the first thing. the second thing is and i and I'm going to contradict myself later it it, it will we'll come on to it but this is probably the one time not to listen to amazon in terms of their recommended um bids because they, they gets there's a bit of a and you've seen you you guys have seen it before there becomes a bit of a feeding frenzy around the same, mm-hmm. right. you got to, you know, up your bids and up your budgets and spend, spend, spend. And Amazon's going to tell you, oh yeah, like whack it all up. Amazon's going to win no no matter what. And and we, you know, we accept that, but, but yeah, what, what you need to do is, is really focus on, you know, the, the, the keywords at the ad groups, the campaigns that convert well for you focus the budget there. Don't go too crazy on, on your bids unless you know, we we typically suggest to our our clients. You know, if you have profitable campaigns, sure, you can afford the the spend, and you can afford to get really aggressive on on your bids. Um, but the simplest sort of strategy for, for for everyone else is just be generous and aggressive on your budgets on on the stuff that you know works.
1: Yeah, and just uh, just one question I kind of have because it might mm-hmm. help clarify what you mean by. Um, best converting keywords now are yeah. you looking specifically at you know the, the conversion rate for those those keywords themselves or are we looking at like sales or what what's what's your definition of sure. uh, converting
0: so um, so there's there's a couple so what we, what we're looking for is we're looking for keywords that are driving sales that are generating orders that's the first thing we're looking at then what we're looking at in, in sort of conjunction with that is the conversion rate. So that will be, and, and as we know, there's two conversion rates. There's your product listing conversion rate, your unit session percentage. That directly influences your PPC conversion rate, which is how well your, your ads convert. Um, so we're going to be looking at conversion, and then we're going to be looking at click-through rates as well, CTR, because that's relevance, right? So that's all about um, are the ads being presented to the, to the right shoppers? Are they seeing those ads being served and going, yes, that is what I'm looking for as opposed to? Uh, No, that's not what I'm looking for. So yeah, your conversion and your CTR um, are two key metrics that you always want to look to improve, either through your product listings and and to get your um, conversion, you know, driving your conversion up through your product listings, but then also making sure, you know, your your ads are are mini listings, right? So you Mm -hmm. want the keywords in your titles to be relevant. You want the you know, the main image to kind of grab attention. Anything that wins that click is, is is your click-through rate and making sure your keywords are relevant. And then obviously your conversion comes through from your, your unit session percentage. Um, so, so, so yeah, so that's that's what I mean by high performers. It's not just, oh, this is giving me sales. Um, let's say on the click-through rate, I think the average click-through rate on Amazon is 0.4%. So use that as a guide. So if you see, you know, Keywords that they, they might be generating some sales, but they've got super low CTR. You you kind of want to look for the, the the higher CTRs and the higher conversion rates because you're going to get the clicks for cheaper. You're going to drive more sales mm-hmm. through those keywords.
1: Mm. Yeah, and that's a great point. I just wanted to make a note that you you kind of mentioned this, but Amazon will tell you to increase the the bids, the budgets um, because essentially they're not looking out what's for what's best for you. They're looking out for what's best for them. Yep. So. People always ask us this, and it's like, well, if I want to make more money, shouldn't I just raise my bids and my budgets? It's like, well, that's not how you no. make more money. That's how you get more sales potentially, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make more money out of that.
0: That that's a really good point, and we'll come on to that um, uh, shortly. And it's and 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 this is why it's key, particularly on these these high traffic occasions. You know what you want to do is you want to make money on these days. You don't just want to make sales. And so, you know, it's easy to make a ton of sales on Prime Day and not make any money. Well, Mm -hmm. I know which I would rather. Um, And that comes down to, you know, conversion and relevancy in terms of your keywords, in terms of your listings, in terms of how well your, your ad converts. So that's really, really important. Now... Here is where I will contradict myself, as, as promised. Um, I don't know whether you've seen in, in Campaign Manager um, recently, but they've started like sort of little pop ups are coming up with kind of tips and facts and, and figures and so forth. And one came to, to, to my attention last week, which is um, s- suggested bids. So Amazon suggested bids have a 56% higher chance of getting an impression. So, in some respects, Amazon are giving you the information you need to get started. But I wouldn't pay attention <laughs> to the, um, what you should bid on around the high traffic days because, um, like you said, Isaac, it's, yeah, not not quite in the seller's best interest, I think. And all it does, mm-hmm. is it just jacks up the whole auction, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think as well something that you said there, which was um, – kind of echoing what we spoke about on a recent podcast that we did, which we were talking about, you know, essentially getting the most out of quarter four. but this idea of backing your winners, right? Because not not only from a profit perspective, but also from a management perspective, you know, with the issues that we've currently got around, you know, inventory, managing inventory Mm -hmm. and all that stuff the more you back the winners, the more you can really focus on, okay, that's the one that I really need to watch my inventory for. That's the one that I'm going to reap the most rewards. And I liked what you said at the beginning. It it kind of took me back to your landscape gardening days around this kind of investing in the areas that are going to grow. It's like putting the seeds in the most fertile ground, right? Rather than, which is what I do in gardening, right? I just scatter them everywhere and hope something grows, which is what we kind of do a lot in Ads. so I think if you can just take that away as a concept that it's not just about you know spray and pray it's test and learn before these big traffic days because what you're trying to do is find the winners to then back the right horse right back the right winner
0: yeah yeah Yeah. look look absolutely and you know and it's kind of counter um to maybe a lot of other strategies out there or or and certainly it's it's probably not very intuitive right because i think you know again if, if you lack confidence in your ppc because you're you know you're not getting great results or you know you feel like it's just a money pit you know you're just putting money in and, and nothing's coming out um, i think the the default is just okay i got to hedge my bets okay i'm going to you know more keywords more campaigns more than, and and actually it's the opposite it's get really focused and then sort of start small i call it our little acorns but just grow, test, grow, test, and and kind of take a more measured approach. Um, And and you will will see those returns. You're always going to have to test and you're always going to have, you know, keywords that aren't going to work. That's why you test them, but you do it in a very sort of measured um, way. So, you know, you don't break the bank. um, and, and, And I think that's really important. And yeah, the fewer keywords, think of it this way, the fewer keywords in your campaigns, if those keywords are proven keywords and they're driving sales for you, you know, you back those winners. You have more control of where your ad gets spent, and you will get a better return on your investment. Right? Rather than I've got a hundred bucks, and I'm going to have you know two hundred keywords in my campaign. That's you're going to generate very little useful data. Pair it down, and, and and the quality of the data you'll get, and the speed at which you'll get the data back is is this keyword, you know, generating sales? Yes or no? You you can move a lot faster that way, mm-hmm. but it's very counterintuitive, right? Because your immediate sort of, um, approach is, well, just, you know, it's like, it's like going to Vegas, right. And, you know, when I, when I go to roulette, it's pathetic, right. Cause I've got a chip on almost every number. So it's like, well, what, what is the point? Laura? It's like, okay, I've got to do this, this, and this. So,
1: yeah. so yeah. Turns out if you bet on every number, you don't win any money that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I learned that. <laughs> I learned that. Thank you, Isaac. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good to know. Yeah. Brilliant. So that was mistake number one, really focusing in on, um, Really think of this as an investment, you know. Test and learn, test and learn, and then when you make the money, that's basically when you've done the testing and you're backing the winners, right? And that's when you start to reap the rewards. So, what what's number two? What's the second biggest mistake do you think that people make when it comes to Amazon PPC?
0: So, so we call it um, suffering from PPC FOMO. So, PPC is becoming or Amazon PPC. Um, you know, in terms of the number of ad types available, in terms of the number of features within the ad types, um, you know, is 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 growing. And so, I think there's a pressure that you've got to do all the things. I've got to try all the ad types. Then I think you you, you get all the noise of oh, there's you know, Amazon PPC doesn't work anymore. So you've got to have Instagram ads and you've got to have Facebook ads. And and again, all you end up doing is diluting your budget. So especially for you know, newer sellers who, who are, you know, who are on a budget, you need that budget to work for you. And you're going to do that by focusing it rather than spreading it really thin. So we are big, big fans and proponents of, of, of sponsored products um, at Sponsored Profits, bit, a, a bit of a tongue twister. Um, and I think, you know, there's probably I think a perception now that, oh, sponsored products, it's like the granddaddy of PPC. You know, there's all this newer, sexier stuff out there. It doesn't work anymore. I mean, it works incredible. And I guarantee 99% of sellers are not fully taking advantage of the sales available in sponsored products. Um, So for us, you know, until you fully leverage sponsored products, we don't even consider putting clients on sponsored products on sponsored brands or sponsored display. Um, there is that rush to do all the things, but again, we're, we're very much about exploring and leveraging the full opportunity available. So I'll give you an example, um, with the, um, not so recent now, but the ability to, um, add, um, competitor ASINs as negative keywords in your auto campaign. So, um, you know, I'm not sure if your audience is aware, but sort of auto campaigns have kind of come of age now in sponsor products. There used to be just one type of auto campaign. Now there are, are four. Um, and again, it's all about different match and targeting types. Um, so what what we found is with now the ability to add the, um, to add competitor ASINs in your audit campaigns it gives you a lot more control because for years, you know, you go through your search term report and you'd see your, your auto campaign has spent all this money and all these ASINs and you're like, oh my God, and there's nothing you can do with them. So now you can add them as negatives. That gives you greater control because immediately you will eliminate the, the you know, the, the, the wasted ad spend, which means again, now going back to your budget, there's more budget available. to to focus on the stuff that is working in your auto campaigns. Mm -hmm. And the beauty is, is that it can basically transform your auto campaigns into a revenue, a proper revenue generating campaign now, and not just a, it's a research campaign. So if I can give you an example of um, one of our, one of our clients, just to kind of show you that the power of doing this. So um, back in June, this is, and this is for, by the way, this is the loose, Match type. So there's four four auto um, match types now. And so this was just one of the four. So back in in June, um, our client was spending four thousand bucks a month on that on that ad type, generating sixteen thousand dollars in sales, A cost of 25%. This client has a 38% margin. So these campaigns are, 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 are highly profitable. Now if we jump to September. The ad spend increased to eleven thousand, but because we've added um, two hundred, I think it's just over now two hundred negative asins in that one campaign. That one campaign is generating fifty eight thousand dollars per month in PPC sales, and that's just one of the four auto types. Um, and so, not not saying that to brag, but just saying that you know, all of a sudden now these auto campaigns. It's a whole different ball game. So mm-hmm. if, if you pay attention, again, to, 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 to the ASINs that are coming up um, in your auto campaigns, add them as negative keywords, you will be amazed at how much spend, like wasted ad spend, you'll eliminate immediately. And then all of a sudden, the ad dollars that, you've, that, that, that are available are going to be working harder for you. So the second mistake is, is don't, don't write off sponsored products. Um, there is a ton of sales to be had through sponsored products if you are, are fully optimizing and, and leveraging all the different ad types, the uh, match types rather, uh, available in that one ad type. Yeah. Well, that's a
2: very easy, sorry, Isaac. Yeah, I was just going to say that's a very easy um, takeaway to do, right? Like literally just download your report, look at all the competitor racing's negative match yep. in your auto yep. campaign. I'll yep. well, take note of how much you're generating before you did that. Do that and then take note how long would you say that people have to wait to see a result like is it three
0: weeks four weeks you know it it, it depends right that's always the that's always the question we get long uh, get asked rather how long how long so it, it depends i mean with with this this seller they're a, you know they're a pretty serious seller which means you know the budgets are, are higher so th- that means you can kind of test really quickly right so you can kind of get good results but but bear it in mind that's from june to september so that's still three months but Um, you know, you will see, I I would think still fairly immediately, depends on how many ASINs keep popping up in your search term reports, right? But, you know, you will make savings almost instantly. Um, How many savings you make, obviously, depends again, um, how many, um, a lot of it's depending on your budget, right, for those auto campaigns, how much You know, data are you generating? How many sales are you generating? But like you say, it's a super simple thing to do. So that's an absolute no-brainer. Do that. um, And maybe do that twice a week as well. Um, And you don't even have to download a search term report. You can go into campaign manager now. um, And in the search terms tab, sort by clicks and spend. So so what what keywords are getting clicks and and, and spending money, but not generating sales? Copy those ASINs, go to the negative targeting tap, paste them in, done.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing I was just going to say, it's kind of like taking out your trash, right? So like you don't want trash piling up in your ad campaign. So you, you got to take it out from time to time. It, a lot it. of people are so scared of the negative, the, the phrase negative exact or negative mm-hmm. phrase matching that they don't want to do it because they, they think that well, won't that eventually generate a sale that I'll miss out? It's yeah. like, well, do you want to spend $200 to get one sale or do you want to use that $200 to get yeah. you know, 50, 60, 70 sales instead? So yeah. it really is a funny, it's a funny mindset that people have. And I just wanted to point out, you know, I know you're a millennial, Laura, yourself and, and you use the term FOMO. I just wanted to make sure that people understand. I am that not a millennial, but I'm Gen X, mate.
0: I'm I was going to say, X. she's definitely Gen X. <laughs> I've been around a bit longer than that. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm just down with the kids. That's all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Got that hip lingo down. So yeah, I just want to make oh. sure people people understand that FOMO Sorry. means yeah. fear of missing out. So don't Sorry. go out and try to figure out everything that you that you think you need to figure out. Just focus on the, the main things that you need to focus on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um and, and like I say, and 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 you make a good point, Isaac, about negative keywords. they do kind of seem quite scary to people. So if You're gonna start with negative keywords anywhere, start in your auto campaign. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Because PPC is all about confidence as well. You just, you know, you do you have to do things a couple of times and try things and, and your confidence grows and you know you start to see PPC in a in a different light.
2: Great. Yeah. So what would you say the third mistake is?
0: This is an, an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> it's it's spending your money on the wrong keywords. So, again, the, the common theme you'll see throughout this is really about focus uh, and, and, and really getting the most out of your ad dollars. So, you know, uh, it, it's so common for sellers to say, you know, I know what my main keyword is and it's, there, it's in all my campaigns and I'm not making a single sale on it. And, and there will be a, a reason for that. So, um, and it will be because for whatever reason, you're not converting on that keyword. So I would argue that, it's not your main keyword. It might be what your product's called. But let's say, particularly if you're in a more competitive um, product category and you're, a, you know, you're recently new in that category selling, you know, those those sort of big traffic, short tail keywords are going to be really tough to convert on, um, particularly if, you know, the top sellers in that category, you know, they're making dozens or you know, hundreds of sales a day on those keywords, they're going to be tough. Now, we would always recommend when you start a campaign, you start with those keywords to generate the longer tails that you will be able to, you know, afford and rank on and convert on. But, you know, if no one's buying on a keyword, it means it's a keyword that isn't working for you. The fact that you think it's your main keyword, you just kind of have to divorce that. Um, So again, what we look at, are, you know, we're looking at, you know, the the keywords are generating sales. I think a lot of sellers as well, they make the mistake, you know, if you've heard um, Einstein's definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a a different result. I mean, how many times do you hear sellers doing that? I I keep launching and relaunching on my main keyword and I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, I get to page one and I slide off or I don't even make it a page one ditch the keyword um you know what you'll find is if you have longer tail versions that you you know do convert on that means you can rank for them you can get really aggressive on them and rank highly for them you know if that is a longer tail version of that short tail you will over time improve your ranking for that main keyword anyway but the the key is is just don't get married to your main keywords look at the data go by the data um, and focus on the keywords that are getting you sales. You know, when you make, you know, Forbes, you know, top Amazon seller, you know, 2021, no, one's going to be asking you, oh, and did you make your millions on your main keyword? Like Nobody cares. Don't worry about it. You know, it's just the keywords that are working for you. That's where you spend your money. Don't worry about the others there's a time and a place for those, but, but yeah, don't, don't get overly obsessed or, or upset or hung up on it.
2: Mm-hmm. And so do you think there's a difference between what how would you see that at launching versus say ongoing?
0: Good question. So so yeah, so as I said when you're launching so and and for us launching is keyword launching. It's not necessarily product launching, right? Because you always want to be launching new keywords, testing new keywords, ranking for new keywords. Um so if I go back one step, so that the overall goal of PPC is to drive your organic rank and organic sales. That's the job of PPC at a very high level. So what that means is when you are trying to launch or rank for new keywords, you know, you're know you going to pay for that visibility to get your product in front of um, the right audience. So when you're starting out, we recommend you start out with five to 10 main seed keywords. Now, again, depending on your budget, depending on your category, um, you know, you might want to focus on five if it's sort of more competitive than than to 10. But focus on those bigger traffic keywords so that you can generate data and automatically, yes, you might not convert great on those main sort of that the short tail, you know, the C keywords, but what we're looking for are the sales that are going to start coming off the longer tail versions. Mm -hmm. So it's a temporary, it's a temporary thing. You don't stay with those C keywords, which need to be reasonably high traffic, but super relevant. You don't stick with them. You, You use them to generate other keywords that you can then start growing your campaigns at, that you can convert on, that you can afford, that you can rank on. That's the direction you want to go. You can circle back to those other keywords at a later point when you're sufficiently ranking for the longer tail variations because that will lift your ranking for those those shorter tails anyway. Does, does that mm-hmm. make sense?
2: Yeah. I think um, it's good to make that distinction because one thing that we see a lot of people is they don't um, – they don't start out with those top keywords because they might hear, oh, but I can rank on these lower tail. But the problem is, is that you don't know what those lower tail are to get you the sales. You think you know what they are, but like you said, it's kind of like, again, planting the seed with your first round of um, campaigns, mm-hmm. finding like a strong root, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're trying to find the branches that come off. Basically, that's what you're trying to do. So you're you're kind of using the the roots as a way to then look at, well, how else can I generate more sales from
0: those branches that I'm going to create? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's like you say, it's, you know, PPC is is data. PPC is basically keywords, and bids. That's all PPC is. Successful PPC is the right keywords at the right bids. Because when you have that combination, then your ads get you know serve to the yeah. right to the right audience so so yeah the the, the key is use use the shorter gen uh, shorter tails to generate the longer tails and by focusing on again those keywords that you convert on that means you can get aggressive with those so you can rank you know you go right I've i've several longer tail versions here that that are driving sales for me. That means I can go after them hard. I can rank highly for them. Um, I'm going to pull up my organic ranking for those keywords. That's going to have a positive effect on the organic ranking for the, let's say the main keywords. Um, That's how you get results. And you want to focus on the keywords that you convert on, as opposed to the keywords you'd like to convert on.
1: Yeah, yeah I know I know you guys are British so you'll you'll get the analogy but I I usually use like a dartboard analogy like your seed keywords your main keywords might be close to that bullseye yep. and then some of the b- bigger better like uh you know converting ones that that you don't know about yet are still on the board mm-hmm. you just have to find them by throwing darts out there and seeing what sticks and those are kind of like the longer longer tail keywords that we call and then there's ones that just miss the dartboard completely and they never get sales or they get them so rarely that it's like why waste the time and effort to even to even go out there
0: yeah, exactly. But to take that analogy one step further, if you imagine that dartboard, so if you start at the center and you, and you move out, mm-hmm. that's a way more, um, that's a way better approach than kind of starting out and, and doing the whole throw mud at a wall. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to, I've gone th- I've used whatever research tool, I'm going to throw 200 keywords in these campaigns and see nope. which sticks with a $10 a day budget. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 not going to work. So, yeah, it's, you know, move out as opposed to kind of start outside and, and move in.
2: Mm. And for those Gen X um, Brits out there, if you do that approach, you're going on with your BFH. That's it. That's all I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, I'll have to translate it later. I'll, I'll Google. Well,
2: remember, it. Isaac, we made you watch Bullseye once. I yeah. tried to get. Yeah.
1: I so, watched a few um, times, yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Yes, so B F H is your bus fare home. If you don't, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, If you don't win anything, you're going home with your B
0: F H. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: look <laughs> well, you could have won. Yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, good old Jim. So, is it Jim
1: Bowen? Is that his name? Jim Bowen.
0: Yeah, Jim yeah. Bowen. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolute yeah. legend. Um. So, so yeah. So that's how that's how you start out. Um. With with a new product, new keywords, um. Kirsty, and then what you would do. We we work with a um. I want to kind of get in the into into the weeds of it, but. You know our general strategy for PPC is, is a break even strategy. So what we want to do is we want to find keywords that are converting for us. Then we want to slowly um, increase the spend to, to basically you know see how many sales we can get as close to break even as possible. So when I say break even, so that's essentially your profit margin. So you use that as your break break even ACOS. And so what we do is. We, we try to rank for new keywords. When you when you try to do that, obviously when you're when you're launching, your your ACOS is going to be high. You know it could be one hundred percent. What you try to do then is is bring that down when you're near or close to break even. Then start upping your budget on those high converting keywords that you're at break even. Then what you're doing is you're saying, okay, how many sales are out there for this keyword? And even though I'm at or break even for my PPC sales, every organic sale I make is profit. Mm -hmm. and and we we use that really sort of simple strategy to go that's how we know we're making profit because we're making profit on those organic sales so when you're doing that and, and you've got your winners sort of out and around break even again then twice a week you'd be looking at your search term report for okay i know which keywords are working for me which are the which are the sort of the two to five new keywords that oh hey they're starting to work for me right let's test those do the same thing then the next, you know, two, two to five, whatever, and gradually grow your campaigns with those keywords as opposed to, you know, just going all out. Because again, it's it's about making your your ad dollars work for you as, as, as wisely as possible. Yeah, awesome.
2: Well, thank you, Laura. So I'm just going to recap the three big common mistakes essentially that people are going to make and the actions that you can take. So mistake number one was, People are afraid to spend their money because they see it as a cost versus investment. So we talked about essentially investing. Well, basically, first of all, finding out where the fertile ground is. Once you've found out what that is, then really investing in the keywords that are going to make you money in the campaigns that are going to make you money in the products that are going to make you money that are converting. So that's number one. Think about it as an investment upfront and not as a cost to your business, because ultimately what we want to do is reap the rewards, especially on these high traffic times like quarter four and prime day that are coming up. And the mistake number two, people suffer from, and yes, Gen Xers know this word or acronym FOMO. (laughs) Maybe it's just us now. I reckon everybody else are going boomers or whatever. Because like, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: Whatever boomer.
2: Yeah. yeah, whatever boomer. Duh, we call it this now. But anyway, you suffer from Amazon PPC FOMO, fear of missing out and not taking advantage of just the baseline sponsored products. So if, you, if you're if currently not over, you know, really understand how PPC, how your PPC is working for you, don't rush out and do display ads. Don't rush out and do video ads and all this other stuff. Really focus in on those core strategies. And I think Tim as well, in one of our previous po- podcasts, so that's Tim Peekman, went through the core of what those are as well. So you can refresh yourself on what the, what the core is. Um, but really use sponsored profit, dial that in, and then under... Sorry, sponsored profit. Sponsored yeah, use product. sponsored profit. <laughs> no, use sponsored products. And really dial that in first before you go off and use all the other platforms. And then mistake number three, you're spending, usually you're spending the money on the wrong keywords if you're not finding that you're um, getting sales and that you're not finding that you're actually making profit as well. So make sure that you uh, know what those kind of, what your core main keywords are. But if you're not getting conversion on those, uh, you're not ranking on those, what we're doing is we want to be finding out what the what the uh, what did you call it? More like the, the branches, I called it, but you called it more like the longer tail keywords. Longer you, tail keywords. Yeah, that you can find from those seed keywords. Once they're highly converting, double down on those. And again, you're going to profit over time because that's the point, right? It's not like a quick throw some cash at this thing, all of a sudden you're going to be a millionaire, right? You've got to re- be really understanding of what your metrics are, what's working, what's not working, tweak, tweak, tweak. And just once you understand that data and you understand how it's actually impacting your business, the more you're going to get confidence and the more you're going to feel comfortable about being able to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and obviously we want to thank you, Laura. Obviously, great to, great to catch up with you again. Great insights and strategies on how to use Amazon sponsored product ads to get the most out of your business with Prime Day, Core four coming up. But obviously these are great strategies to implement all year round as well. And how do people get in ta- contact with you about their PPC?
0: Yeah, so basically the, the easiest thing is, well, there's a couple of things. Go to our website, um, sponsoredprofit.com. Um, if you want to reach out to me personally, it's Laura at Sponsored Profit. Uh, dot com but but yeah you'll see on our website as well we, we've got a ton of resources and um, other ways we, we can help people um, not just through our agency but um, you know through our, our
1: PPC system as well fantastic so guys if you like what you heard today please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with your friends who might get value out of it as well also to get some absolutely free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fuel your lifestyle head to teamreal.com today to download our free training you also see in the show notes a link to uh, sponsor profits and the, the email for laura is there as well so guys we'll see you next week for the next sprint to profit episode and as always we wish you the best for you and your business bye for now
0: Don't forget to subscribe and if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free
1: training.